0: meeting is being recorded. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Big D podcast on the Spunky Spectrum Sports Network. Uh, I am Alex back for my weekly contribution. We had a little bit of a uh, delay in our series here uh, previewing each division of the NFL but we are back we are better and it is time to shine. Before we get too far started uh, please remember to follow or to subscribe on youtube uh like the video uh dylan's pushing out great content very very consistently and you don't want to miss what we what he has coming next also if you are watching or i guess listening to these episodes via streaming service make sure to follow along on spotify and apple music to bring in our host for the evening whether he is running whether he is biking or whether he is creating lineups on DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports. It is the Big D himself. Dylan, welcome to your show, sir.
1: Thank you, Alex. A uh, little vacation in Illinois this past week, but I'm back to work and uh, I can't think of a better division to talk about than the NFC West.
0: I mean, I can, but you know, it's the, it's the NFC West today and uh, I'm excited to into it. One division we haven't quite got to yet that I'm very excited for, but uh, I think everyone knows which one that is.
1: Hey, hey, when you think of the NFC West, you think rivalries, you think crazy games, you think coaches, you think young coaches, you think quarterbacks, and you think championships. Yeah, championships. And uh, recently this division's – made a lot of, played in a lot of Super Bowls. All four of these teams have played at least one Super Bowl within the past uh, 12, 15 years.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a competitive division. It's definitely a division that has had its fair share of success recently and historically, obviously, the San Francisco 49ers uh, are very up there when it comes to Super Bowl appearances and victories. So, uh, you know, it's 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 a very historical division. It's a very relevant division division. Uh, to our current to the current state of the NFL. And uh it's divisional four teams so I'm excited to get talking about.
1: So speaking of Super Bowls, how about the reigning Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Rams, following up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by winning a Super Bowl in LA this past season?
0: Yeah, you know it's uh Obviously, Tom Brady and the San Francisco Buccaneers uh, made history becoming the first team to uh, win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. And uh, Matthew Stafford and company said, you know, why not us? So uh, they followed up with the win in, so, uh, in um, Los Angeles. Sorry, excuse me. And, uh, you know, that's, and that really comes down to the question is, obviously, the Rams are reigning Super Bowl champions. What do we have in store for this upcoming season?
1: Well, you mentioned Matthew Stafford, and uh, when you think LA Rams offensively, you think Matthew Stafford and some guy from Eastern Washington. I can't remember his name. I think he caught like one or two passes, caught one or two touchdowns, and he only caught the reigning, the game ceiling touchdown in the Super Bowl. His initials are CK. I don't know what his name is.
0: Is it Cooper Mugg? No. Is it Cooper Glass? No. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Cooper Cup must be what you're talking about.
1: Yes, that guy. I mean, when you think of wide receivers, is Cooper Cup the best right now?
0: Oh, I mean, is he the best receiver in the NFL? I mean, as far as pure NFL talent, uh, pure NFL talent at the position – You know, it's no argument that he's top three, whether he hits the top one. I mean, there's a lot of really talented receivers. You know, I honestly, if you put Cooper Cup at number one as as, at the top of your receiver list, I don't think you can get any hate for that. I think there's plenty of arguments for it. But also if you put him at that two or three spot, I also think that there's a couple other guys in the NFL who are worthy of that spot as well. I can't I can't full on commit to having Cooper Cup as my number one receiver in the NFL, but he's no worse than three. I'll tell you that much.
1: Wait a minute. Who would be your number one receiver?
0: You know, I mean, it could I don't even know. It very well could be Cooper Cup. I think Justin Jefferson is a ridiculous talent, especially when it comes to, I mean, fantasy or real life football. I think Justin Jefferson is taking the league by storm. He's someone that. Uh, Obviously, everyone was looking to draft in fantasy football this season. And uh, as far as just regular, regular football, I mean, regular football, but real football, uh, the Minnesota Vikings sure love his talent as well. I mean, I think, you know, I think Cooper Cup, the one thing that kind of questions me just just a tad, if I could take anything away from Cooper Cup, it's just the fact that he really blew onto the scene this year. Uh, obviously it was a Super Bowl winning team so you know that they that they are having the success to, to really boost up those numbers but I want to see Cooper cup do it again I want to see Cooper cup be um, that that stalwart guy in the NFL that uh, that that you know, we uh, fans enjoy watching and, and fantasy football players enjoy drafting. I mean, I want to see him at the top of the game again this season. So if he can, if he can go out there this season and put up the same numbers as he was doing last year, very similar, the same production, the same uh, amount of contribution to that LA Rams offense, I, I think he will further solidify that number one spot, but I just, you know, it's, you, you, got, you got to prove it to me that you can uh, that you can consistently put up those numbers. But I think he definitely has the talent and the uh, ability to make it happen.
1: Well, we talked about the Rams' offense. How about the Rams' defense league? Because uh, there's no argument for me that Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in football. I don't think I've seen a player destroy a game like he did the second half of the Super Bowl. I mean, Aaron Donald. Just scares the bleeping, you know what, I mean. I mean, we're probably too young to remember the late Reggie White when he dominated games, but Aaron Donald so freaking good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, obviously, uh, the, the, the Rams' offense gets a lot of talk, but the defense gets so much talk, too, because they're just – I mean, I would say Aaron Donald would probably be the number one person I would fear most if I saw him in a dark alley uh, when it comes to players in the NFL or really just human beings in, in, human beings in general. The man is massive. He is built like a mountain. And uh, I do not want him to see rush, see him rushing my quarterback. And then you got to think also on the defense. I mean, you've got the absolute unit of Aaron Donald rushing your quarterback. So what do you think? Oh, you got to get the ball out quick. Well then you got Jalen Ramsey on the boundary locking down your number one receiver. So it's just whether you're going in the air or on the ground, that the LA Rams defense has someone to stop you all over the field.
1: So in terms of the NFC's top teams, and I want a one word answer here. All the Rams the favorite to wind up in the window this coming February. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think as far as overall talent on the roster, both sides of the football, head coaching uh, talent and ability there, it just seems like the LA Rams have the total package when it comes to what you're looking for in an all-around Super Bowl-contending football team. Oh. Well... I don't know if you just got the notification I just got, but a certain team we're about to be talking, to, talking about very shortly just has a little bit of breaking news, which very surprised me, but I will bring that up when we get to it. Um, I'm going to change it up. You know, uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to s- – sorry, this just very surprised me. I'm switching this up, Dylan. I'm taking control of your show. We're going to start talking about the Seattle Seahawks. And we're going to start talking about the Seattle Seahawks Seahawks mainly because of the tweet I just got. Ian Rappaport, as of now, just tweeted, Seattle Seahawks star running back Chris Carson is retiring from the NFL due to a neck injury, sources say. Ooh. Seattle will officially release him with a failed physical designation under the CBA that allows Carson to receive several million in injury protection benefits. Seattle does right by him. So... The Seattle Seahawks were a team I was going to be talking about, or the team we were going to be talking about coming up. But, I, I mean, I just feel like with this breaking news, it just leads us right into it. So, what do you see from the Seattle Seahawks? Obviously, um, there's the massive storyline this up, uh, this offseason was the Russell Wilson move. What do you see coming out of Seattle this upcoming year?
1: Well, um uh... You go from a Hall of Fame leader, a leader, not just leader on the field, but away from the field, we see more close in the community. But the Seattle Seahawks are not really going for 2022 or 2023. We know Seattle wants to set itself up for one of these quarterbacks, whether it be Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. The Seahawks don't have a lot that excites me on offense or defense, maybe DK Metcalf, but Lord knows if he'll be next. To go, obviously, uh, I like Ken and uh, Falker, Ken or Ken and or whatever you pronounce his name by, I I like him even more now that Chris Carson's gone. Lord knows, I mean, we know PK wants to run the ball and play good defense, and with – Drew Locke and Gio Smith. did. the Seahawks are going to have to run the ball. So, with Met, so Metcalf can make plays, but the Seahawks are not going to be a team that contends. Unlike the last decade or so, where Seattle was only in the Super Bowl picture, but probably the team in the Super Bowl picture now. I mean, DK Metcalf, maybe Jamal Adams defensively. Other than that. Seems somehow much and intrigues me.
0: Yeah, you know, I definitely agree with you. I would even go as far as saying I think the Seahawks are probably going to be the most unforgettable, or the most forgettable. I'm sorry, team in the NFL this season. I just I look at that roster. Obviously, Russell Wilson is a legend. He's a uh, active current legend in the NFL, and uh, he has stamped his name in Seattle Seahawks history forever. However, the Russell Wilson era is now over. You know, you always ask me this question, Dylan. Do you think um, the future quarterback for fill an NFL team here is currently on their roster or playing college ball or a free agent or whatever? I think the Seahawks probably have the easiest answer to that question in the NFL uh, as as, as far as uncertainty at the quarterback position. Drew Locke has a chip on his shoulder coming from Denver. I think he feels that, you know, he was good enough to at least get a look in denver whether he's good enough to hold the starting job in seattle long term i mean as far as long term after the season practically because i'm not sure drew lock is the guy for the seattle seahawks and other than dk metcalf it just screams boring to me i mean Yes, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are, are a very solid wide receiver duo. But again, like you said, Pete Carroll wants to run the ball. And I was even going to say Chris Carson, honestly, and now I feel almost bad for saying it, but he's he's what they call a jag. I mean, Chris Carson is just a guy. He's a guy who gets you some production, but he's not going to be lighting up uh, rushing records anytime soon. I see the Seattle Seahawks, and I think they're not going to be the worst team in the league, but they're not going to be contending for a playoff a spot. I'm seeing – Five wins, maybe, and just a very middle-of-the-road, forgettable average team. I'm sorry, Seahawks fans, you have great fans, but this is not going to be the year that you are looking forward to uh, as far as Seahawks football is concerned.
1: Where would the Seahawks go? I mean, we talked about the Rams being Super Bowl champs. I mean, could the Seahawks be – I mean, where would Seattle be on the worst team list with, like, a Atlanta – the Jets, the
0: Giants, what other teams would be in the mix? Um, you know. The Bears. The, the Bears definitely have a shout. I think Jacksonville has a lot to prove to Houston. be able to. Houston, for sure. You know, I think the Eagles are – I'm sorry, the Eagles. The Seahawks are probably, I would say, from those bottom-dweller teams, a step up above it, but it's the very next step up. I think – they're not going to be a two win, three win team. I think they, I think when I look at the Seahawks this season, I think they have enough individual talent that can propel them to a win. I think Drew Locke can put a couple games together. I think uh, DK Metcalf alone can go off for a, a monster game and, and win a game for the Seattle Seahawks. But again, I just, I don't see them even 500 or really anywhere uh Contending at all this season. I say they're a step up of the bottom dwellers in the NFL, but it's the very next step up.
1: All right. Uh, we head from the great Northwest to uh, Glendale, Arizona, where Kyle Murray and the Arizona Colonels are next on the list. Well, hopefully, Kyle Murray isn't playing video games because uh, he just got a fat new contract from Arizona. So Where does Kyler Murray rank in terms of young quarterbacks in football? Because you think of young quarterbacks, uh, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Um,
0: You know, I think, oh, sorry. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is, he's the, he's, what you're looking for at, at, at the quarterback position in today's NFL. I mean, quarterbacks, Back in the day, obviously, you think about the pocket passers. You think about the gunslingers. You think about the guys who can throw eighty yards down the field and stand in the pocket and really just rifle. That's not the quarterback position in today's NFL. You think today you're thinking about the Lamar Jacksons. You're thinking about the Patrick Mahomes. You're thinking about the Josh Allen. The guys who are athletes. The guys who also have a rocket on their arm, but can hurdle a linebacker or or run through a defensive end or really just. You know, make the make the plays on uh, in different assets of his game, and Kyler Murray is the exact uh, definition of that type of player. I think Kyler Murray. You know, I think the Cardinals have done a good job at surrounding him with talent. It is unfortunate of the DeAndre Hopkins performance-enhancing drug news. Um, that's definitely going to hurt the 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 Cardinals and Kyler Murray as well this season. But I do think uh, Kyler Murray is definitely in that. A minus B plus, uh, maybe not even B plus, like A minus tier of NFL quarterbacks. He's he's a guy that almost any team in the league would take as their uh, franchise guy. He just inked a massive contract. He's going to be an Arizona Cardinal for a long time, and I think they've got a good one there. He's definitely at the at the top list of the tier of uh, especially young and uh, future uh, quarterbacks in the NFL.
1: I've got a question. Would you rather have Kyler Murray or name me a random guy? Name me a random guy around Kyler in the quarterback rankings.
0: I mean, a guy – let me see. Someone in the same ballpark, I would say, would probably be – do you have Kyler Murray or Aaron Rodgers?
1: I would take Kyler.
0: Kyler. See, that? I feel like that's one where a lot of people disagree with you, but I, I like the answer there. I mean – with all things considered. And
1: I wouldn't even think about it because Kyler's going – I feel like Kyler's going into his spot. We know what Aaron Rodgers is. He won't take any right. chances. He'll, yeah. throw, he'll throw to his guys. Kyler Murray can make one or two wild plays. Aaron Rodgers doesn't make plays now.
0: You're right. You're definitely right. Um, I don't here's know, good...
1: So here's an interesting question about Arizona. We've seen the Cardinals start off well the last two, three years, and then fall off a cliff. I mean, that playoff, that playoff game against Los Angeles was embarrassing. I mean, Kyler, Kyler and the Cardinals look like kids against Nick. Is Cliff Kingsbury just there because Kyler Murray can run his air raid offense, or is Cliff Kingsbury capable of being? A, maybe not a Super Bowl winning coach, but one of these young up-and-coming coaches like Sean McVay, like Zach Taylor, like Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco?
0: You know, I, I feel like Cliff, Ke- Cliff Kingsbury does have what it takes to be one of those kind of coaches. I think the Arizona Cardinals have done a great job of putting a team together, putting a roster together that can compete in that NFC. I mean, the NFC has been stacked for last couple years i mean it seems like um you know whether we're talking about the tampa bay buccaneers or whether we're talking about the la rams it just seems like there's always uh just some big time powerhouses that are tough to get through in the nfc and i think the cardinals have have done a good job of putting together a team that can compete in that conference i and i do think i think cliff kingsbury has what it takes i think the cardinals are a young, a, really tra- you're, you're uh, a young team, and a team that really You're fine. A young team, a team that's really still really trying to figure out exactly their what's the word their role in the NFL, their 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 mentality, their their identity, I guess you can say. I think they're on the edge of that, and I think that this is going to be a, a good step forward. This upcoming season is going to be a good step forward to test to to really test Cliff, King, Cliff Kingsbury and see how he's able to uh, to work around a little bit of conflict. Obviously, I mean DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best athletes in the NFL. It's it's going to be a big loss. I mean they lost uh, Christian Kirk this uh, to to Jacksonville. Uh, this up, uh, this last off season, so I definitely think it's a little bit of a loot, a new look. The beginning of the season is going to be a little bit rocky without DeAndre Hopkins. I think I do think he's trying to appeal to um, get some less uh, some games taken off of that suspension. But you know, it, I think this is a, a big test for Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray to really see if if they have a culture and if they have a, a true identity that they can do have have that next man up program that we've seen. Uh, Bill Belichick, for for example, preaching in his time in New England for so long. It's really just about coming together as a team. Um, the front office has done their job. They've got the talent on the roster to be able to compete. It's just a matter of putting the pieces together. And I do think Cliff Kingsbury is is that guy who can do it. I think he is a good fit for that uh, Arizona Cardinals offense. It just comes down to uh, having the next man up, being able to um, really step in when your team needs you and, and just and get the job done on Sunday at the end of the day. But it is time to move on to the San Francisco 49ers. And I froze for a second in the middle of our last conversation because there is more breaking news out of the NFL about the NFC West. This about the San Francisco 49ers. Adam Schefter just tweeted, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan met this morning with Jimmy Garoppolo. The three men talked and after Shanahan told reporters, we have moved on to Trey. That changes some things that I was planning on talking about, but now we know the San Francisco 49ers are going to be leaning on Trey Lance as their starting quarterback this upcoming season. What do you think that means for the San Francisco 49ers? Do you think they're going to have those growing pains, or do you think Trey is ready to step in and lead uh, lead these San Francisco 49ers?
1: I think Trey Lance is going to be one of the most interesting players in the NFL this year because basically he did not play the twenty his last season in college football. And you could argue 2021 was basically a throwaway because Lance was barely on the field, especially. I mean, yeah, he started a few, played a few games, but we didn't see a lot of Lance. This year, Trey Lance is going to have huge expectations on him. I know college hands are one first coach. San Francisco wants to run the ball. And not just with Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, but now with Troy Lance. Lance intrigues him because he has got a rock and all. He can run like the demons. But his accuracy, well, could be better. With the talent around, yeah, you
0: know, I him, with the talent
1: around him, Trey Lance doesn't have to be Joe Burrow, Patrick Holmes. If he could be, he if, if he could be like Josh Allen. You remember when Josh Allen stole to that playoff game against Houston a few years ago? He looked like it. <laughs> he didn't know what was happening.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean. But uh, Troy lance got a lot of talent, and I think for San Francisco, we're going to see whether or not they made their investment in Lance because if Lance performs well. It was a good move getting him at number three. If not, maybe Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch will be wrong, wrong in taking Lance because they could have taken Justin Fields. They could have taken Mac Jones. And uh, – NFC West where every game matters. You've got big-time rivals. seems like San Francisco has got LA's number. We're going to see what the lands can play because I love this San Francisco team on paper with Mitchell, Kittle, Deebo, Brandon IU, and then the with Nick Bosa, and maybe the best middle linebacker in football in uh, Fred Warner. The 49ers have already to make a run, and if Trey Lance can, and if Trey Lance, what we think he can is capable of doing, the 49ers can be in that Super Bowl bubble.
0: See, this is where we're going to disagree, Dylan. I have had a feeling about these San Francisco 49ers for the last couple months, and it seems like every day and every day my feelings seem to justify themselves. I might be more down on the San Francisco 49ers than anyone I've seen. And I will explain why. So the San Francisco 49ers have been in the NFC championship game two of the last three seasons. When I look at that San Francisco 49ers team, I, I see the talent. I see the talent you're talking about. Obviously they've got some great pieces on defense. It's one, it's one of the better defenses in the NFL and they also have some weapons on offense but for, for whatever reason, I just see a disconnect there that I, – I, I don't know. I see, I see a disconnect there that just – I'm not seeing every piece clicking for me. When I think of the teams who are consistently making it into the championship games, I'm thinking about the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm thinking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm thinking about recently the L.A. Rams. And I think the 49ers – have a lot of question marks as much. I think as much talent as they have, they have as many question marks matching it. Yes, they have Debo Samuel, but Debo Samuel requested a trade with them the last couple of months. Debo Samuel doesn't want to play running back where he was probably the league's most best and creative hybrid uh, player last season. He doesn't want to play running back uh, this season. He says, I'm a receiver, I want to play receiver. He's got, the trade, he's got the trade request out there. He doesn't want to play receiver anymore. There's going to be a question mark there. Then it comes to the quarterback position. Jimmy Garoppolo was leading the team last season. Is Jimmy Garoppolo a franchise guy? I don't think so. Obviously, now the San Francisco 49ers don't think so either. So you're going to Trey Lance. You're looking at a young quarterback who hasn't gotten uh, very much opportunity. With that, you have to assume there's going to be growing pains. Yes, do I, or do I think Trey Lance has the potential and has the ability to be a top quarterback in the NFL. As I was saying earlier, the NFL quarterback position is all about uh, creativity, all about mobility, all about making plays. T- uh, Trey Lance definitely has that op- has that ability to make that happen. But still, it's coming. the, the NFL is such a different ballgame. You just don't know with, with rookie court- – I mean, he's not a rookie anymore, but uh, with young quarterbacks. I, I just see a lot of question marks. Mike McDaniel is gone. I think he was a, he had a lot to do with the creativity that we saw out of that San Francisco offense last season. They lost some speed in the running back room, Raheem Mostert following Mike McDaniel to Miami. I just see a lot of question marks. and I know I'm taking a little bit of time here, but I see a lot of question marks with the San Francisco 49ers, and I don't see them as a playoff lock. I see them on the outside going into the playoffs this season. It might be a hot take, but we will see this upcoming season if uh, that's, that uh, stands up.
1: Alex, we know Alex, we know why you want San Francisco out of the playoffs because Miami's got San Francisco's draft pick.
0: Obviously that that does help, but that is I there's thought into this. It's not just the biasness as a Miami Dolphins fan. There is there is backing thoughts going into that to that argument.
1: All right. But
0: if still, oh you wouldn't go into it. It's all you.
1: All right. It's trivia time, so you know what that means. I tried to find a good NFC West trivia question for you, and I found one that you will not get. And if you get this, and if you get this, I'm doing five minutes of playing some more. All right. Okay. uh, What future NFC West team? beat the Dallas Cowboys in the 1998 NFC wildcard game.
0: Can you say that again?
1: What future NFC West team beat the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys in the 1998 NFC wildcard game?
0: What future NFC West team beat the Cowboys... In the 1998 NFC wildcard game. What future NFC? Is a team joining the NFC West that I'm unaware of? You said future NFC West team?
1: They won different divisions in 98. Oh, okay. There were only three so, divisions. The Jaguars uh, were in the AFC Central then. There was no AFC
0: South. And the Colts were in the AFC East. Yeah. Um, so what team, what future AFC West team? NFC
1: West know? team.
0: Yeah. I am going to say 1998. I my gut is just telling me the 49ers, so that's what I'm gonna have to go with. Oh, thank goodness! Arizona, Arizona, damn.
1: That was Ari- the Cardinals' first playoff win since 1947 when the team was in Chicago. Wow,
0: yeah, no planks for you, Dylan. Do you uh, who's the who was the starting quarterback for the Cardinals? Do you know at the time? Jake the
1: Snake Plumber,
0: Jake Plummer. Wow, that is a throwback name right there. Hey, right. <laughs>
1: hey
0: at least he ended up better
1: than Ryan Lee's.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. I feel like Jake okay. Plummer's is mostly for his Broncos days, but I forgot he In, played
1: and to And his uh, hairstyle. Yeah, for sure. Okay, one more. Who wins the NMC West? The Rams, LA, and I even and I even bet. Well, I don't know if the bet will be legal now, but um, I took the Rams at a plus one twenty five.
0: Wow, I think that is great odds, and I think you, whatever money you put in, I think uh, your money is in good hands with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and company.
1: Just don't just just uh, end up and go in there again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, here's the bet you should have placed Arizona to finish second in the the division over the San Francisco 49ers. I wonder what the odds are on that one. Uh, We'll see. But uh, thanks for hopping on, Alex. Uh, Get back into
1: it. NFC West. So uh, we're getting closer and closer to talking about your I'm not even going to say what team they are.
0: Yes sir it's almost time for the, for uh, you know you everyone knows what we're talking about but uh, thank you for having me on the show again Doe and it's been a pleasure it's been nice getting back into it and uh, can't I'm looking forward to our next conversation.